Welcome to Getting Real with John Natale, episode 10, goal planning for 2024. Yeah, guys, we've almost made it. We've almost gotten there. We're about to hit the end of 2023, which means it's everyone's favorite time of year. It is time to plan, make your vision boards, set your goals for 2024. And I know, damn, this year has been something in this business. It has not been easy. And if you've made it through, whether you've had the type of year you wanted, not the type of year you wanted, but you're still in this business, still going after it every day, still getting up, still prospecting, still making content, still reaching out to your sphere, still helping people, still doing whatever you can to make it in this industry, I applaud you. I really do. This hasn't been easy. And we are going to start today, right now, thinking about 2024 and how to set yourself up for massive success next year, no matter what the market is. I honestly cannot believe we are here at episode number 10. Double digits, guys. Not that we've <laughs> we've made it by far, but the fact that every single Wednesday you've gotten a new episode of Getting Real for the last 10 weeks is honestly really cool for me, hopefully awesome for you, and at the same time, just the start of what we're building here. And I am so appreciative of the amount of people reaching out, thanking me for the podcast, saying they're tuning in. I honestly cannot believe the reach of this just in the last 10 weeks. Guys, you are helping me change this industry. That is my mission with everything that I'm doing, content-wise, podcast-wise, media-wise, in my company, in my coaching company, in my media company. Everything we're trying to do is to change the real estate industry for the better. So you are part of that by listening, by tuning in. And if you could like this episode, you could share the podcast, share the episode to your social channels. I would be so damn appreciative of you because you're helping us in our massive mission to redesign and change the real estate industry. We can do this all together, guys. You can be a part of this movement. And I'm so thankful you are tuning in now. Now let's talk goal planning for 2024. I know without a doubt, the first thing I have to say and the most important part of goal planning is to make sure your goals are not just a thought in your head. Make sure they are written down somewhere. And I want you to take a next step for next year is after you write down your goals for 2024, and we're going to talk about how to set up some of these goals and plan for them. I want to make sure they're written down and they are part of your morning routine to look at them every damn day. I don't care if you have to print them out multiple ways, put it in your car, put it in the visor. I don't care what you have to do, but make sure you are looking at the goals you set, whether it's the end of 2023 for 2024, or if you wait to right around the new year to set your goals, I don't care. Make sure you write them down, they're printed, and you are looking at them every damn day in 2024. Because I believe firmly in energy. And even though things may not pan out how you exactly you wanted them to when you sat down to goal plan at the end of 2023. However, you will see your life transcending towards those goals if you look at them every day. And not in a, in a way that's disappointed in yourself. You're going to see some things change. I'm going to give you a perfect example of how this played out for me in 2023. In 2023, at the end of 2022, I set my goals for the year. And one of my biggest goals was to have 25 agents call Natalie home, call our company home. And as we're ending the year, we're going to be sitting at probably 11 or 12. Sounds like a massive failure, right? We only grew from 7 or 8 to 11 or 12. However, my life changed dramatically in the middle of this year. 
as I put out more and more and more and more content, I had agents across the country reach out to me. Hey, John, I have a question. Hey, John, I have a question about this. What would you do in this situation? Top on a Google Meet virtual call, offer my help. And then they pull, well, do you coach? Like, what do you do? Are you, do you have coaching options? I said, no, I'm just helping you out of my heart. I, I, have, I own a company. Uh, if you know any agents here in New Jersey, would love to help them grow. But at the same time, I don't have a mission to have a coaching company. But I had a few, a bunch, not even a few, a bunch of those conversations said, hey, is there a market here? Is there a way that a coaching company could help the agents here grow? And so I explored into it. And as we're ending the year, we'll be at 11 or 12 agents in our company here in New Jersey. And I also individually coach 11 or 12 people, getting me very close to, and when I'm filming this, that's right now, could it grow from now into December? It absolutely could to that 25 number. And whether I'm helping an agent here, this is what I'm hugely passionate about. I've been selling real estate for 15 plus years at this point of when you're listening to this. I have sat in thousands of living rooms, dining rooms, listing consultations, buyer consultations, showings, done it all. What I am hugely passionate about, and I think that's the reason I wanted to go from the six or seven agents we had at the beginning of 2023 to 25 agents at the end of 23, was to impact more people's lives and help them grow and have them help people and grow more money and more wealth for those agents that call this company home. So I think in goal planning, a lot of us set out with this mission of, okay, it needs to be this. But I'm saying when you write it down and you look at it every day, things change in your damn life. Something could happen tomorrow that will completely wipe off whatever the hell you had in mind for your goals. But when you're looking at them every day, things look different, but sometimes you gravitate towards that energy that you put out the year before. So I honestly will say the most important thing, I don't care what your goals are, we're going to talk about how to do that, but I don't care what they are, but make sure they're written down. Your goal could be to sell one house next year. I really could care less. It could be sell 5,000. I don't care. What is important though is that it's written down and you look at it every damn day of 2024. That is how you ensure that you are at least, your energy is going towards those goals and it will look completely different at the end of 2024 but you will be along the mission of whatever you set out the intention for yourself. One of the biggest mistakes I see agents make when it comes to goal planning, and I now individually coach agents across the country, and we're going to be working on this at the end of the year. And I also have agents at my company that have been with me for five years. And a lot of the mistakes I see very early on before people get into my goal planning methods is they go with the intention of, yeah, John, I'd, my goal is to make $100,000 next year. My goal is to make $250,000 next year. I really just, you know what, John, if I make enough money to pay for my kid's school, if I make $40,000, i am good. The issue with that when it comes to real estate is twofold. Number one, there's no way to plan around that. Even if the reality with real estate is, even if the last five years you've went from making 100,000, 150, 200, 250, 300, like all in very normal increments, growing basically 20% a year, it's still impossible to say that next year you will have an exact predictability to your business. You could have that one random friend who calls and says, hey, John, out of nowhere, I want to sell my $3 million house and I want to buy a $10 million house. And that alone could have been your income from all of your normal business. And so then if none of your normal business came, but that one transaction came, does that mean you really had that good of a year? If you went from 35 trans, you went from 20 to 25 to 30 to 35 to 40 transactions, and you only had one and 39 disappeared, did you really have a successful year? Did everything really go right for you? 
And I know this is an extreme case, but that's the case with real estate and why so many agents fail when it comes to goal planning. You should not look at financial goals. You should absolutely take, I want to make X amount of dollars out as your actual goal. It could be part of your business plan. It should. It almost has to be part of your business plan. But when it comes to goal planning, I meet with so many agents before they either come here or in coaching discovery. And so what what are your goals for next year? And I wouldn't say the majority, but like a good amount, I'll say, yeah, I want to make this. And then I ask the next question, how does that work? And I say, well, you know, hopefully I close enough houses to make 175000 And then I ask, well, how many houses does that mean? Well, last year I closed 27. So this year, if I close another eight and get to 35, I should be there. Okay. Where are those 35 closings coming from? Um... Hopefully from, you know, people that reach out to me, prospecting, creating, whatever typically works for them. And as you're seeing, I'm going down this, you see the failure in trying to pull all that. With goals, I think there's a very important aspect that it should be fundamental to helping people, helping a certain amount of people. Because if you help a certain amount of people in real estate, the financial benefit of it, the commissions, the income will all come. You should start with, I want to help 35 families buy or sell a home, or I want to help 25 families buy a home, 10 families sell a home, and 15 investors invest into real estate. Five of those investors of the 15, I would like to be brand new investors. And you can start to see where I'm going with this, because what you have to do when it comes to goal planning is backtrack all of that. How are you going to get the buyers? How are you going to get the sellers? How are you going to get the investors? How are you going to get the new investors? And it starts with honestly starting to track your numbers from this year. And at bare minimum, and this is what every single client that I have in coaching does, is starts with listing appointments, buyer appointments, to then listings obtained, buyers obtained, pendings for both, to close for both. Because then you can actually say, if my goal is to help 35 people move, 20 sellers, 15 buyers, How many appointments do I need to get there? So how many listing appointments do I need to close 20 listings? Maybe it's you need 30 listing appointments to convert 27 listings where 25 go under contract and 20 close. And with same thing with buyers. If you want to close 15, you might need 20 buyer appointments, 19 work with you, 17 go under contract, and 15 close. The power in goal planning in some sense is to blend in that business planning But rather than going at it with a financial gain, just focus on the amount of people you can help. It's what always drove me to massive, massive success in this business. I never put a dollar of income, a dollar of income in my goals. But I knew if I achieved some of those goals on the amount of people I wanted to help, the financial benefit would come. And at the same point, anybody that's been doing this for more than a year or two can be a testament to this. How many times... Has there been that one or two or three deals in the year that were so, they could go either way. They could go either way. They could either fall through. They went through. And in some years where your income really skyrocketed, everything seemed to just go right. You're almost like the sports team that doesn't have any massive injuries. Everything went right. And we somehow, we ended up here. We have a talented team and we got to the Super Bowl. But at the same time, there's also... Those same two or three transactions that could have went sideways. And I always looked at these things. In the years where my income really shot up, I said, well, if if those three, four biggest deals didn't happen, I would have been back to where my income was two years ago. 
And yes, they went through and I worked hard. It wasn't that I didn't deserve those deals, but not necessarily where they were any sort of me pulling someone's ear, forcing it to close, doing anything above and beyond to really make sure that that deal closed. It just closed. And sometimes your, your margin of error in some markets is far greater. Right now, we've seen our margin of errors really shrink, right? Like if those two or three deals didn't happen, you might not be one in the business anymore. Or number two, you might be struggling versus like, okay, wow, that would have been really nice if those went through. And I know exactly how that feels because there's been years where the, everything didn't go right. So it's important to look at the fact you want to help a certain amount of people. The financial benefit of it, even if you have a crux price range, you have no idea. A builder could call you today and say, hey, I want you to list these 12 brand new constructions, twice of what the median price point, twice of what your average price point is. I know it'd be a beautiful thing to think about this, but it could happen. And then Again, if everything else drops off, were you that successful? Financially, you'd be right where you would need to be. And maybe that's where you go into your next phase of life is to, you know, capitalize on your success that year. I'm not saying just because you moved into a different price point or different direction means you failed. It's just the sense of if you go at it with just the financial lens, you're making a mistake. Go at it with a lens of how I'm going to help people and then backtrack the data. That's how you start your goal planning. And one of the most important things I want you to do too with your goals for 2024 is not just have business ones. Yes, have a list of certain amount of people you want to help. Maybe you want to get into content creation. So maybe say to yourself, I am going to commit January, February, March, April, and May, the first five months of this year, and I'm going to put a piece of video content out every single day, at least once, seven days a week, 30, 31 days a month, and get out content consistently. Great goal to have. Maybe a goal of yours in business is to prospect every day, Monday through Friday for an hour a day, for two hours a day, for three hours a day, whatever your schedule allows. Maybe it's to host a certain amount of open houses. I want you to start goal planning around the activities that drive real estate business. Stop goal planning around fluff when it comes to real estate. Actionable things that drive business. If you focus on the amount of families you're going to help and then the actual activities that drive the real estate business as your goals, and you look at them every day, your business will flourish. And I also want you to look at your personal life too. Don't just have goals in your business. You're not just about your business. You're not just a real estate professional. You are you with a family, with friends, with parents, with kids, with brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, everything. Have some goals for your personal life. Whether it's to shed some weight, how are you going to go about it? Whether it's to meditate every day, what does that look like for you? Is it in the morning, the afternoon, at night? Have some goals to read some books. How many per month? What does that mean you have to read per week in terms of books? Half a book a week? Have some goals around improving your life because that will substantially help your business as well. And I put both my goals together. I don't look at the business ones when I get into my office or my car. I look at them together every damn day, my personal ones. Maybe it's to be a better spouse, be a better parent. How do you go about that? I'm going to goal plan how many date nights I want to have with my wife. I'm going to goal plan how many times I want to do a family vacation or a family, not even getaway, but a family day trip with my family. How many times individually I want to go out with my son. Things I want to explore that you like, what is a goal to go do in your personal life? Keep them separate, but also write them down together. The important part of goal planning 
is to not only have the goals written down, but it's also how to actually plan for them. And I've mentioned this before. How are you going to go about that specific item? So if for somebody, you may look at there's 365 days a year, and I am committing this year is going to be the year I create content. And I kind of mentioned this just a few minutes ago. This is going to be the year I create content. And at the end of the year, I want to do at least two posts a day. 365 times two, you get 720, 730, roughly. And that is going to be how much you need to post. Two a day, 720, 730 a year. And that's where you go back and now you say, okay, well, how am I going to accomplish that? I am going to shoot content twice a week on Tuesdays and Fridays. And I'm going to plan for this many posts. So I'm always forward on my content, never having to stress, stress about it. And this is exactly how I'm going to do that and put that in your goals, how you're going to accomplish it. You can't just throw a number out there and say, I'm going to have 10,000 followers. Well, what is your, you have to have a strategy for that. I wouldn't really suggest having a metric like followers, likes, things that you do not control. It's like trying to make a metric based on interest rates. Like trying to say like, I have a goal that interest rates are going to be 5%. You don't control that. You don't really control how many followers you have. You could have great content and not pick up the followers. Make it about the work. Make your goals about the work. Your goal shouldn't be have a better relationship with my wife or my husband or my significant other or have a better relationship with my friends. Your goal should be I'm going to plan to meet my friends once a month for drinks or go. I'm going to be the person that plans for dinner once a month with my cousin. I'm going to go out on a date night twice a month with my spouse. Those are actual goals, guys. And the way a lot of people plan for goals or goal plan is to look at what the actual act is, improve whatever, improve the relationship with my kid. If you don't actually show the actual steps to do it and you don't plan for those goals, that effect of what you really want never happens. You wake up in November of 2024 and say, oh, I really wanted to do this. I really wanted to have a better relationship with my wife. But if I didn't have any actionable steps around it and that wasn't my goal, it's too fluffy. It's too, it's too in the air. You got to make it finalized how you're going to do it. And that will blend into actually improving your life. So if you goal plan this way, if you write them down, you have goals around actionable steps, not necessarily just income or followers or things you really just don't control the ultimate aspect of. The rest of what you actually want will happen, guys. It will happen. And if you wake up at the end of the next year, if you try it this year, and you've goal planned other ways and done other things, and you wake up next year, and none of it even transpired, your life is 10 times worse because of this goal planning exercise that I just ran you through. I invite you, come to New Jersey. You can punch me right in the face. But I know it's going to work for you. I know it's going to help you. It's helped me immensely in my life. And these are the types of things that you can do to grow your life in 2024.